What's poppin' family? It's episode 120 of The Genius Life. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Genius Life. I'm your host, Max Lugavere, a filmmaker, health and science journalist, and the author of the New York Times bestselling book, Genius Foods and The Genius Life. I am pumped to have you with me for this episode of the show, in which I welcome Dr. Michael Murray, ND. Dr. Murray is one of the world's leading authorities on natural medicine. He's published over 30 books featuring natural approaches to health. Uh, he is a very, very, very intelligent guy, and I really enjoyed this chat, in which we go deep into serotonin. It's one neurotransmitter that has its fingers in a lot of different pies in terms of your cognitive function, your mood, your cravings for certain foods, your ability to sleep uh, well. Um, it really is, a, you know, it's a crucially important neurotransmitter. It's also often misunderstood. And uh, Dr. Murray, one of his books is called 5-HTP, which stands for 5-hydroxytryptophan, uh, the natural way to overcome depression, obesity, and insomnia. So you're going to discover how serotonin and specifically, um, or not specifically, but in particular, its precursor molecule, 5-HTP, might be this underlying common denominator that links, um, when it's uh, depleted, depression, obesity, um, and and insomnia. So that's kind of an amazing thing. And he offers very actionable tips that you can use to um, potentially boost levels of serotonin in your brain for a myriad of different benefits. Uh, whether you are looking to end sugar addiction, carbohydrate cravings, to lose weight, it's really amazing. I mean, I definitely learned um, some really useful stuff uh, over the course of my chat with Dr. Murray. Also, we discuss uh, very useful tactics for night shift workers to improve their health. That's a big um, issue for people who work, you know, the graveyard shift. Uh, I talk a lot about uh, the, the, you know, what circadian biology is telling us about health. And I've written, you know, in my latest book, The Genius Life, uh, extensively on circadian biology. And it's always difficult for me to answer questions um, that come from people who work the night shift. I just don't know how, you know, I mean, it's, it's obviously a problematic um a lifestyle that can be problematic in uh, some ways um, in light, no pun intended, of what we know about circadian rhythms and how they inform our health. So Dr. Murray actually has you covered in this next episode. We talk about ways to um, to improve your health uh, and to sleep better um, if you happen to be a night shift worker. So there's going to be a lot here. It's a great chat, and I can't wait for you to listen to it. Before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by iHerb. iHerb.com is a great site with a massive selection to fulfill any of your supplement needs. I often go to iHerb and I stock up on whey protein, which you know that I'm a, a, f a fan of uh, to boost my protein goals. Um, it's a great place to get, you know, any fish oil product that you might need, um, standalone vitamin or mineral supplements. Uh, the prices are great. The shipping is fast. The selection is huge. In fact, you get free shipping um, for orders over $20, which is amazing. They offer 24-7 support. Uh, and, you know, they really do one thing well. You know, a lot of these like larger online retailers that are not specific uh, places that are not specifically aimed at, um, you know, uh, offering healthy products. Uh, 
you don't actually know where they source their supplements from. Their supplements can be sitting in a warehouse for months gathering dust before they make their way over to you. And with something like a fish oil, that just doesn't sit uh, well with me. iHerb, on the other hand, fast shipping, enormous selection, always great deals, 24-hour support, um, and also a great education portal. They have a blog. um, Dr. Murray, actually, the guest on this episode, regularly blogs for iHerb. Um, And uh, so, you know, it's a great place to learn about supplements and to pick them up as well. So check out iHerb, I-H-E-R-B.com. This episode is also brought to you by Teton Waters Ranch. I love Teton Waters Ranch. Uh, Their burgers are amazing. All of their beef products are 100% grass-fed and grass-finished, and their animals are humanely raised. And that means, you know, that's important to me. I really care about how the animals are treated. Um, Makes me feel better about consuming meat because I love meat and um, all of the nutritional uh, benefits that come from meat consumption, um, which are significant. However, I also am an empathetic human being, and I like knowing that the meat that I'm buying is coming from animals who were treated uh, as kindly as possible and had ultimately only one bad day. Um, Teton Waters Ranch really uh, goes the extra mile. Their hot dogs and their burgers are amazing. Um, honestly, like when was the last time you ate a a hot dog and felt good about it or felt good about feeding it to your family. So for any of my barbecue needs this summer, I'm turning to um, Teton Waters Ranch. They're great. And if you want to learn more about them, you can go to tetonwatersranch.com slash max and you can find them at uh, all major retailers around the United States. Um, Albertsons, Whole Foods, you name it. So Look for Teton Waters Ranch wherever you buy your meats. All right, y'all, we're seconds away from my chat with Michael Murray, ND, about all things serotonin and 5-HTP, how to boost serotonin in your brain for better sleep, for better mood, for fewer uh, cravings. Um, really amazing chat. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to listen to it. I just want to give a, a nice little thank you to Clam1990, iTunes, iTunes user iTunes user Clam1990, who left this glowing review for the podcast uh, on iTunes. Clam1990 wrote, hands down, my favorite podcast. Max is a rock star of the health and longevity community. I could not have more respect for Max because he focuses on actionable choices that will make a difference in your life and doesn't cut corners with life hacks or goes down rabbit holes with conspiracy theories. He's always open to the varying viewpoints of his guests and doesn't let his predispositions tarnish the podcast. Well, Clam1990, I'm so happy that you're picking up what I'm putting down. That means the world to me. To all you guys out there, thank you so much for spreading the word about the genius life, for sharing about the show on your iTunes, I mean, on your Instagram stories, on Twitter. Uh, it means the world to me, and the show is growing like crazy thanks to you. So please keep it up. I'm also working hard on getting my video production uh, up and running so that every podcast episode in the future will have a video component. So please go over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Max and hit that subscribe button. Join my text message community for all the latest breaking updates. Uh, from the show by texting the word genius to 310-299-9401, 310-299-9401. And yeah, I look forward to connecting with you there and on YouTube, on Instagram, everywhere else. I just, you know, uh, love that you have chosen to make me a part of your health journey and um, I'm indebted to you for that. So thank you. And now without further ado, on with the show with Dr. Michael Murray, ND. Dr. Michael Murray, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. I'm excited to uh, to have this conversation with you. Well, thank you, Max. It's a pleasure. I think you might be the first doctor of naturopathic medicine that we've had 
on the show. I could be wrong, but okay. first, I guess for listeners, like what, what, and I'm just curious, what is a doctor of naturopathic medicine? Like what, what distinguishes that credential from a medical doctor, for example? Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're primary care physicians that have been, been trained in the use of uh, non-drug therapies. We're also able to prescribe uh, prescription drugs if needed, but we would rather utilize nutrition, uh, dietary supplements, uh, lifestyle modification, uh, uh, psychology, and other uh, non-drug therapies uh, preferentially. And uh, I myself am, am licensed in the state of Washington and Arizona, and uh, uh, there are um, nature paths in, in most states in the in the country, and if people want more information, they can go to naturopathic.org. That's so cool. Yeah, I love the the preferential, um, you know, uh, choice to use natural means of treating symptoms um, at, without placing a stigma on on pharmaceutical drugs. I think it's always a great first line of defense to to look into your diet and lifestyle. It's just like, a, it's something that just is very, you know, makes a lot of intuitive sense to me. Absolutely. And if you think about it, uh, the best medicine is the medicine that addresses the underlying cause. And, you know, we don't become depressed because we're de deficient in Prozac. We don't get uh, a headache because we need aspirin and, and uh, we don't have arthritis because we're deficient in, in ibuprofen. So uh, what naturopathic physicians try to do is, is uh, determine the underlying key factors that are contributing to a symptom and then address those symptoms uh, through utilizing uh, these safe and effective natural therapies. It sounds a lot like functional medicine. Is that is exactly. not an overlap? Yeah, functional medicine is kind of an offshoot. Uh, um, it was a term coined by uh, by Jeffrey Bland, and uh, 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 Jeffrey was on the uh, the board of directors uh, with me at uh, at Bastyr for for many years. And Bastyr is where I uh, went to school, and then uh, became a faculty member, and now uh, serve on the board of regents. So cool. Well, I want to talk all about serotonin. This is a topic that you've written extensively about. And um, yeah, I yeah, would love to just do a deep dive, but let's start at square one. What is serotonin and why is it so important? Well, uh, serotonin is one of our neurotransmitters, which basically means uh, a chemical that activates our, our brain cells. And uh, lower levels of uh, serotonin are, are associated with certain uh, behavior and feelings and uh, mood states. And so uh, low levels of, of serotonin are really a problem in, in North America today because of all the stress and, and, and dietary factors. But uh, low serotonin is linked to not only depression uh, and anxiety, but also a craving of carbohydrates, uh, uh, poor sleep quality, uh, obesity, uh, just there's a lot of things going on uh, that aren't good when our, our brain serotonin levels are low. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, people might have heard of other neurotransmitters, dopamine, norepinephrine, norepinephrine. Um, but serotonin really has its its hands in a lot of different pies in terms of your in terms of your cognitive function, in terms of your mental health. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. And. Uh, many of the, uh, you know, popular, uh, uh, drugs for depression and anxiety, uh, impact, uh, you know, serotonin, 
Uh, and the thing is, is we don't have to uh, utilize uh, drugs to influence uh, brain chemistry. Uh, we can do that through through proper nutrition and the proper use of dietary supplements. Yeah, your one of your books is, and you've you've written so many books. It's very impressive. But one of your books is called Five HTP: The Natural Way to Overcome Depression, Obesity, and Insomnia. So, what is Five HTP and its relationship to serotonin? Well, uh, 5-HTP is the direct precursor to serotonin. And what that means is the body is able to convert 5-HTP to serotonin. Uh, Another amino acid may be more familiar to people, and that's tryptophan. 5-HTP stands for 5-hydroxytryptophan. So it's a tryptophan that's been modified. That conversion of tryptophan to 5-HTP is the rate-limiting step to serotonin manufacture, meaning if that uh, doesn't happen, <laughs> you don't convert tryptophan to 5-HTP, you don't make serotonin. So taking 5-HTP bypasses that rate-limiting step and leads to uh, immediate increase in serotonin levels. And there are a lot of factors that influence that uh, that that conversion uh, to uh from tryptophan to 5-HTP, things that block it include stress or excess cortisol, loss of sensitivity to insulin, uh, nutrient and cofactor deficiencies, things like magnesium, B vitamins, and then hormonal imbalances. Typically, uh, estrogen uh, tends to lower that conversion. And, uh, you know, we see many symptoms that are related to Low serotonin levels occur during uh, the premenstrual time, uh, basically sleep disturbances, irritability, depression, carbohydrate cravings. Uh, these all reflect uh, lower serotonin levels. So, uh, you know, 5-HTP can can really help uh, women that are that are dealing with with uh, premenstrual syndrome as well as. Uh, any person dealing with a condition that's associated with low serotonin levels. And as you said, I've written a whole book on this, and I looked at every single study ever published on 5-HTP, and it's very impressive how effective that this agent can be in helping people boost their not only their serotonin levels, but also uh, their endorphin levels. And, and I'm sure people have heard of endorphins. These are the feel-good hormones that are produced in our brain, and uh, uh, they're closely tied to serotonin levels. And 5-HTP has been shown not only to boost serotonin, but also endorphin levels. So, you know, we're we're splitting hairs and we're trying to understand what benefits uh, of 5-HTP are due to boosting serotonin or boosting uh, endorphin levels. But the the bottom line is that uh, 5-HTP has been shown to be be quite useful in in, uh, many of these conditions that are associated with with low levels of serotonin, depression, uh, carbohydrate cravings, uh, headaches, fibromyalgia, and and poor sleep quality. Wow. So people, so headaches could be associated with, uh, uh, with lower levels of 5-HTP. Yeah. Lower levels of serotonin are seen in both, uh, tension headaches and migraine headaches. And, uh, 5-HTP research uh, has, has been around for a long time, 
uh, it was really the it's kind of the predecessor to uh, the development of, of many of, of the uh, serotonin uh, uh, reuptake inhibitor drugs, uh, you know, like like Prozac and Zoloft. Uh, the, the challenge was is that you can't put a patent and make money off of 5-HTP, so that's why we have uh, drug development. But uh, if we look at the, the research, uh, the research shows that 5-HTP is as effective as many of these drugs for uh, those, those applications that I just mentioned. That's fascinating. So people can, I mean, 5-HTP is easily available from supplement stores like iHerb, for example. Um, I became first aware of 5-HTP because a lot of like club goers will take it after a weekend of partying uh, to, I guess, replete um, levels of, of serotonin. You know, there's this idea that, you know, after a weekend of partying, for example, you uh, you have sort of like a depletion of, of serotonin. And so that's sort of how I first became aware of this supplement. Um, which is kind of interesting because it's a fairly, you know, complex pathway. And I bet most people that take 5-HTP don't even know what 5-HTP stands for. But nonetheless, it's pretty common among uh, mm. among younger people. But I, it's funny because I don't even think that they truly understand why it is that why it is that they're taking it. But it's it's very interesting to to hear you validate it as a powerful way of boosting mood. We talked about different ways that we could support this rate limiting. Um, this rate limiting process of the conversion of tryptophan into 5-HTP. But let's start from, I guess, the first step, and that is tryptophan. Where do people find tryptophan in their diets? Well, uh, probably the most famous source is is turkey, right? Uh, Many people... Uh, believe that uh, one of the reasons they get so uh, tired after uh, Thanksgiving dinner is uh, uh, because of uh, the high tryptophan content of uh, of turkey. Uh, the The reason why. Uh, <laughs> There's carbohydrate cravings uh, with tryptophan uh, or uh, I should say serotonin insufficiency is really interesting because we have tryptophan is widely available in in the diet. So most protein sources are going to have sufficient levels of of, of tryptophan and we have have tryptophan in, 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 in our blood. Uh, it's an amino acid. Um, the challenge is getting it into the brain. Hmm. Uh, so we have these these carrier sites that transfer amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein, into the brain. And there's a special carrier for tryptophan that can, that also transports other amino acids. So when we eat a high sugar meal then uh, the muscle cells preferentially take up all of these competing amino acids, thereby increasing the ratio of tryptophan to all those other amino acids. And uh, as a result, there's a a big influx of tryptophan into the brain. Uh, So uh, this was really demonstrated in in, in, People with carbohydrate cravings, primarily uh, uh, young women with bulimia. So, uh, to, to answer your question, you know, one of the easiest ways it's not uh, it's not the most ideal, but uh, you know, uh, when you 
uh, exercise, when you uh, improve the action of insulin in your body by avoiding sugar, uh, we get uh, better effects in um, uptaking all of those competing amino acids uh, for the brain transport of tryptophan and better tryptophan uh, uh, penetration into the brain. So uh, lifestyle is a big factor, Max, in terms of helping people boost their their uh, serotonin production. And, and that's one of the benefits of exercise. And it's one of the benefits of having good in- insulin sensitivity. Uh, insulin uh, is, a, is a hormone that, that uh, helps the uptake of glucose into our cells. When we develop insulin resistance, we develop uh, type 2 diabetes. So uh, we have basically 60% of the adult population either pre-diabetic or uh, diabetic. And so as a result, we, we have a real problem with low serotonin levels in, in adults. And it's, it's kind of a downward spiral. So I'm going, uh, I'm giving you a lot more information than you probably are asking, but I'm trying to help people people understand that that uh, they they need to uh, really employ a, a, a good health promoting lifestyle and eat a, a low um, glycemic low diet. Stay away from a lot of sugars uh, because that will lead to insulin resistance, and insulin resistance leads to low serotonin levels. And we just talked about all of those factors that are linked to to a low serotonin. Uh, carbohydrate cravings, obesity, depression, insomnia, scattered thinking, uh, fibromyalgia, headaches. Uh, so um, it really takes a comprehensive approach. And we can bypass uh, uh, tryptophan and use 5-HTP to, to uh, boost serotonin levels. And it's a good strategy but it's really uh, secondary to utilizing uh, a long-term approach. Yeah, it's kind of paradoxical, though, because you mentioned that sugar, carbohydrates can actually increase tryptophan's access to the brain, right? Yeah. So yeah. then yeah. just to make it really clear for listeners, like the, why then would you say it's probably better to avoid sugar, okay. sugary foods? So the, the reason why that sugar triggers the, the, the effect is because it causes a massive release of insulin. Um, so it's, it's kind of like a, a sugar fix. And it, it's, it, it's, it solves the, the problem of a low serotonin state for only a very short period of time. Uh, and so, so it, it ends up contributing to the problem because <laughs> if we're constantly looking for that sugar fix, it eventually leads to insulin resistance, and then uh, it's just it, it's just it, you're going to have that that low serotonin state uh, uh, almost all the time. Yeah, also because insulin resistance tends to occur concurrently with uh, inflammation, which can. Yes which can uh, hinder serotonin production in the brain. Um, so that's very interesting. So taking, so taking 5-HTP then can bypass this whole thing. What, I mean, when would you recommend people supplementing with 5-HTP? I mean, is this something that you recommend to, to all your patients or like is it more case-by-case uh, case basis? Well, I, I think it has uh, great use in those conditions that are linked to, uh, to, to low serotonin levels, particularly depression. Uh, and 
uh, I'd also recommend it, uh, for, for, for weight loss, particularly if, if people are, are uh, they really crave carbohydrates. They, they did a really interesting study, and there, there are actually four studies that have been done with 5-HTP as a weight loss aid. And what the interesting thing is that they selected women in Italy that were not consciously trying to lose weight. They mm-hmm. wanted to see what effect 5-HTP administration be 20 minutes before meals would have on calorie consumption and on uh, their weight. And what they found was that uh, by by taking 5-HTP 20 minutes before meals, uh, they would uh, reduce significantly reduce the amount of pasta and bread consumed. Wow. And that, that led to significant weight loss over a period of uh, – uh, 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 in the first month, but after 12 weeks in the uh, in the 5-HTP group, the average the average weight loss was 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 12 pounds. So uh, <laughs> that's pretty significant. That's a pound, you know, it's a pound a week just by. And again, these were women that weren't trying to lose weight. You combine 5-HTP with uh, exercise and uh, a health promoting diet that's that's fewer in calories and a conscious effort to lose weight. I think the results can be even better. That is fascinating. So just to make it really clear, it's not that 5-HTP magically makes, makes weight you know, or fat melt off of you. It, it basically takes the place of what, you know, of what you know, that quick hit of carbohydrates does. Um, and so it could, be, it could be useful then to wean yourself off of you if you have carbohydrate cravings, if you're a sugar addict, uh, or even just if you're about to eat you know, a meal, um, it basically reduces the the amount of 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 energy that you require to, to feel satiated maybe you said the right word satiated uh, 5htp is a satiety promoting agent and so it promotes the feeling of satisfaction and so it, it you know it, uh, again these studies were done in in, uh, in in women that weren't trying to lose weight, and they weren't they 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 were just taking either a placebo or 5-HTP, and uh, the uh, amount of carbohydrates uh, consumed per day was was significantly uh, dropped. It was dropped by uh, about 100 grams a day, and that translated to about that translates to about 400 calories a day. So uh, that's you know uh, that's a that's going to lead to about uh, <laughs> or pretty close to a pound a week, like they noted in the trial. Wow. Do you um, so you mentioned that they took the they took the five HTP twenty minutes before the meal? Do you rem- remember off the top of your head the dose that they were using? Yeah, they used a, a little bit higher higher dosage uh, with in, in the these these uh, these studies. What, what I recommend is um, I recommend that that people begin with uh, just fifty milligrams uh, uh, before before meals, and then uh, after two weeks, uh, increase it to hundred milligrams. Uh, and, uh, that usually is enough. It's kind of like flipping a light switch. Sometimes in these, these studies, they use a higher dose just to, to show an effect, uh, you know, make, you know, make sure that they're giving enough. But we now know that, uh, a hundred milligrams three times a day, be, you know, before meals, 20 minutes before meals works very well for, for most people. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I would recommend. Fascinating. And the, the effect of 5-H, of taking 5-HTP supplementally, I would imagine is, is very transient. 
you, you mean uh, like you take it uh, and uh, the effects uh, some the effects just uh, stop working? Well, uh, not, yeah, yeah, or that they just they work for a, for like an a, you know on a more acute basis. Uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting. Yes, the, 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 there's some applications where, where that's true. Like in, in, you know, we're talking about uh, these studies that were done in, in weight loss. Uh, these were six and, tw- and 12 week studies uh, with uh, some of these studies in headaches and whatnot. It's all about, you know, building the, the level of serotonin in, the, in, in tissues and uh, so, you know, the, the effects uh, are generally, for some applications, seen uh, more gradual over time, hmm. and they persist over a longer period of time because the, the serotonin is not, hmm. you know, this, it's kind of like uh, we have, you know, imagine a sponge, you know, the sponge is dry, we fill it with water, you know, it's, it's going to hold on to that water as, as long as it can. And that's what our cells do with the, with the serotonin. Yo guys, I just want to give a shout out to Navitas Organics. Navitas makes a line of all organic shelf stable snack uh, foods and whole food ingredients like berries, golden berries, mulberries, cacao nibs, goji berries, chia seeds, hemp hearts uh, that I love to just keep my cabinet stocked with. I mean, I use their cacao nibs uh, in my smoothies. I use their hemp hearts uh, that I sprinkle on top of my paleo pancakes, which, by the way, are amazing if you've never tried them. All their products are non-GMO. They are organic. They're fair trade certified. And honestly, if you guys have never had a golden berry, they're like nature's sour candies. They are so freaking good. Um, you could throw them you know, there's so many uses for them, throw them in salads. Uh, and I like knowing that the products that I'm buying come from manufacturers that really have their heart in the right place. If you want to stock up on any Navitas products, you can go to Navitas, N-A-V-I-T-A-S, organics.com slash genius, and you'll get to save 30% off of your entire order at navitasorganics.com slash genius. It's active for everybody. There's no expiration date, and you're going to get massive savings on their products uh, that you wouldn't otherwise get um, at major supermarkets. So go to navitasorganics.com slash genius, save 30% off. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. And now back to the show. Is there any downside to taking 5-HTP supplemental, supplementally? Is there a, uh, a tolerance that occurs? Um, could you become dependent on it? Does it lead to, you know, perhaps a dip in serotonin after taking it, you know, like sort of a withdrawal effect? Uh, so, yeah, so you asked you know, quite a few there. So let me take them one at a, one at a time. Uh, you know, there are some genetic disorders where, where uh, people have to be on 5-HTP their whole lives. So we, we have <laughs> those uh, people to provide some empirical evidence on, on safety of long-term use. Uh, for some applications, particularly depression, uh, sometimes uh, it, it it seems like uh, after a year or two, they people may need to boost their the levels of another amino acid called tyrosine. So taking uh, some tyrosine along with 5-HTP uh, can can reestablish its effectiveness. But hopefully, within a year or two, people are uh, taking the steps necessary to 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 boost their own uh, uh, endogenous or self production of of, uh, of serotonin. 5-HTP is very safe. It's been used in uh, in children, uh, especially uh, children with uh, with migraines, uh, and 
uh, it, I think it's certainly safer than than many of the the drugs that are in, in use, and it's. Uh, uh, something that uh, uh, is, you know, natural to our body. Uh, it it, uh, it it's something that uh, we're just making sure we're providing enough of in order to produce this valuable hormone uh, or neurotransmitter serotonin. Hmm. What role does light play in all this? I feel like <laughs> serotonin is often a part of the conversation. Um, when it comes to, you know, sunlight and getting outdoors and spending more time in nature. You're, you're good, Max. You, you, (laughs) you really, you've really looked into this. Yeah. So, um, there's more to the story with serotonin. Everybody's heard of melatonin. Uh, it's a compound that is produced in our brain. That's really critical to sleep. Well, uh, serotonin uh, comes or is a precursor to to melatonin, so it's another step <laughs> in that pathway. Uh, so, uh, if you're low in serotonin, you're going to be low in melatonin, and uh, so uh, you're, that means you're going to have um, difficulty with sleep. And one of the things that we see in seasonal affective disorder uh, is. Uh, disruption in uh, melatonin ma- manufacture and secretion. So, yeah, light therapy and, and sunlight exposure are very important in uh, helping uh, the the brain uh, regulate uh, melatonin secretion properly. And uh, so, uh, 5-HTP has been used in the, the treatment of uh, insomnia. It's just, it, it enhances sleep quality, which is a, a bit different than a lot of uh, prescription uh, sedative hypnotic drugs. Uh, those drugs put people to sleep, but they don't allow people to achieve those deeper levels of sleep. And that's really critical to repair, rejuvenation. Uh, it's at our deepest levels of sleep that our immune system is functioning at its best. Our detoxification system is working at its best. So if we're not uh, getting to those deeper levels of sleep, it really impairs our overall health. And that's what we're discovering about uh, many of these uh, sedative hypnotic drugs, uh, sleeping pills. Uh, sleeping pills, I think uh, they're, they're, they're an early path or they're a path to early death. That's been shown. There's uh, uh, researchers have looked at uh, this and there's no question that uh, these, these sleeping pills um, um, are, are really problematic. Uh, and one of the reasons they're problematic is they don't allow people to really experience those deeper uh, levels of sleep. And 5-HTP, on the other hand, has been shown to uh, promote sleep and help people maintain uh, sleep uh, throughout the night and also spend more time in those deeper levels of sleep. So people wake up feeling refreshed and invigorated and ready to take on the day instead of uh, waking up feeling drugged. (laughs) Wow. So 5-HTP as a sleep aid then, I mean, what's what's the protocol there? Would you take it before bed? You can, and and uh, it's uh, uh, it, it is it is effective uh, for that immediate uh, serotonin boost by taking it uh, just before bed. But uh, you can also take it throughout the day, and it doesn't cause daytime sleepiness. You can take five HTP throughout the day, and it doesn't lead to daytime sleepiness. It 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 actually in the double blind studies they showed that. 
uh, more people taking a placebo had uh, uh, daytime sleepiness than those that were taking the the 5-HTP. So uh, no significant side effects have have been uh, noted with 5-HTP other than if people uh, are taking 5-HTP, it's very important that they take it in either a chewable tablet or uh, a, a, a capsule that has been coated so it doesn't break down in the stomach. If you take 5-HTP in a regular capsule or a tablet, it is very uh, irritating to the stomach and it can lead to pretty significant uh, nausea. So in the studies where they use enteric-coated uh, 5-HTP, that's those are capsules or tablets that have been coated so that they don't break down in the stomach, uh, that nausea didn't occur. But if, if uh, you take 5-HTP in uh, just a regular capsule or tablet, it, it is going to, to make a lot of people nauseous. Wow, so you can either like the best route of, of, I guess, entry into your system would be sublingually or through an enteric-coated pill of sorts. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be sublingual. Just uh, the, some of those uh, those chewable tablets uh, work work very well, and I like those a lot for, for sleep because uh, if you take it in that chewable form – it, it gets to the it gets to the I think it gets to the brain. Uh, we've we've done some some work uh, looking at uh, this, and it just seems that uh, people respond better to to that chewable form. And I think it's because it's you know think about it you're you're right there you're really close to the brain. Yeah, <laughs> you, you chew you chew those up those tablets of five HTP. They're gonna they're gonna uh, uh, they're gonna dissolve and uh, you'll absorb that five HTP and it's it's very close to the brain right there. One of the major hindrances to melatonin production, I think, for many people, is overexposure to artificial light at night. Um, yes. So if you're taking five HTP at night and you're still you know, plugging your face in front of your, you know, 50 something inch TV screen every single night. Um, that's, is that, is 5-HTP going to circumvent that or do the same rules still apply? I, I, it's going to circumvent that to a, to an extent, uh, something that I found, and this is a, kind of a side note, uh, but I think it's important, uh, cause it's not out there a lot and this can really change a person's life. Many people suffer from what are termed sleep wake cycle disorders. And so what does that mean? It means that they have a tough time staying awake during the day. And then at night they, they, they sleep terribly. They, they're tossing and turning and they're just not getting a good night's sleep. Well, uh, for that situation or for jet lag or anytime your sleep wake cycle is disrupted, I recommend melatonin at night, three to five milligrams, and first thing in the morning or upon awakening if you're a shift worker, and all shift workers should be taking, should be listening. You take 5-HTP before bed, and then you take a form of vitamin B12 called methylcobalamin. You take three to five milligrams uh, first thing upon arising. Methylcobalamin has been, it's the active form of vitamin B12, and it's been shown to be very useful in some people with sleep-wake cycle disorder. I found uh, in working with my patients that this combination is kind of a magic bullet for Mm. them in helping them have greater daytime alertness and sleep better at night. Uh, We've all seen some of our our, uh, parents and, and grandparents as they've gotten older. Uh, they have a hard time uh, staying awake uh, watching a movie or uh, reading a book, 
and then they're they're tossing and turning or not sleeping well at night. Uh, well, uh, and their their brains aren't quite there during the day because uh, that's what happens when we don't get a good night's sleep. This can be so dramatic in improving uh, everything about their lives because uh, if you sleep better, your world is better. Th- think of it, Max. Think of a time in your life where you didn't get a good night's sleep and think about how you felt. Think about your energy levels. Think about how the world looked and think about how you interacted with people. Then think of a time where you had an abundance of energy because you just slept so darn good the night before and the world looks brighter. You interact with people in a better way. Uh, life is just better with a good night's sleep. And many people in America haven't had a good night's sleep in decades. And it's just, uh, it's really the path I think for uh, a better life. It starts with, with, uh, uh, with getting a good night's sleep and five HTP can be an answer for many of those people. Wow. Your lips to God's ears. I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. Sleep is sacred. I feel like a, I feel like when I, when I'm underslept, the, just the world takes on this tone that's just uninviting. And, you know, I, I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm not motivated and I make worse, uh, you know, I make poor food choices, but when I'm slept, I feel like I'm, I'm the king of the world. The world is great. You know, I feel like a character in a Disney movie where I walk outside, <laughs> a cartoon bird flies over, lands on my shoulder. Everything is great, but underslept, I just feel, yeah, miserable. Yeah. And, you know, we see it with our kids, right? I mean, if you if you look at a kid that hasn't had a nap <laughs> or haven't hasn't had a good night's sleep or is struggling, uh, they're not they're not happy campers. On the flip side, you know, those babies that are well rested and uh, have had their naps, uh, they're they're joyful. Yeah. Well, I just, you, you, I mean, what you the, the protocol for shift workers, I think, um was so crucial. And, uh, I actually get asked a lot of questions from shift workers because I, you know, I often talk about the value of sleep and, um, and I don't often have good answers for them. Like what people should do if they do happen to work jobs that require them to, uh, you know, be up at night. And so I just want to, if you, if you can just repeat that, um, you know, because, because I think it's, it's, it was so useful. So, uh, methylcobalamin, which is, um, the, you know, a more bio, uh, you know, available form of B12 in the morning. Uh, when then would you take the 5-HTP and then when would you take the melatonin if you happen to be a shift worker? Yeah, example? if you're a shift, shift worker, I would go right to the to the melatonin uh, unless you're, you're, you're dealing with some of the other uh, situations that are linked to, to low serotonin levels. If, you, if you're using 5-HTP for for weight loss, depression, uh, carbohydrate cravings, uh, fibromyalgia, uh, headaches. Uh, if you're taking 5-HTP, you, you, you probably won't need the, uh, the, the the melatonin. If you don't have any of those other issues and you're just a, a shift worker, then I would just take uh, three to five milligrams of, of melatonin uh, 30 to 45 minutes before going to bed. And I'd take uh, the three to five milligrams of methylcobalamin first thing upon arising. Got it. So I'm imagining for uh, somebody who works a night shift, they're going to bed, uh, I don't know, around 7 a.m. or something like that. So you would take yeah. the melatonin at that point. Right. Because your brain is not going to be producing it because it's light out, right? You've just <laughs> commuted home. So you've been sitting you know, in your car when, when the sun is up. So your brain's not making melatonin. So you'd say, take the melatonin, go to bed. And then whenever it is that you wake up, take the vitamin B12 
And then yep. when would you take the five HTP? Uh, then, then if, if you're using it, uh, uh, so you don't necessarily so need loss, it. You're saying. I would take it 20 minutes. And most of the time I recommend it 20 minutes before meals. Um, so you take it on an empty stomach three times a day. I generally start out at uh, 50 milligrams, uh, for the, uh, three times a day for the first, uh, two weeks and then go to a hundred milligrams. It's not necessary. A hmm. lot of times people just want to jump, jump, uh, jump in, uh, and there's no risk to it. It's just, uh, for a lot of people that 50 milligrams is a, is an effective dose and they, they don't need to go, uh, they don't need to go higher. Again, it's like, it's like turning on a light switch. You're just trying to turn on that, uh, that light switch and, and, and boost. Some people just need a little boost in that serotonin to, to have that light switch turn on other people. They're going to need to take the, the higher dosage and they may need to take it a little bit longer. Wow. So you don't, but you don't need the 5-HTP then. It's basically the cocktail in general, if you're a shift worker, the, the B12 and the melatonin. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and why B12 again? The B, B12, that active form of B12 really shuts down a daytime brain melatonin production. And so uh, we don't want if you if you look at melatonin uh, secretion uh, by the pineal gland in people that have sleep wake cycle disorders or shift workers, it's it's disrupted. And and when you have uh, melatonin being manufactured and secreted in the brain uh, during the day, it leads to daytime sleepiness. And because it's being secreted in in the night during the day at night. You haven't built up that that reserve that uh, reservoir, and it's at night, like you were saying, you're supposed to get this 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 flood of of melatonin, uh, you know, being being released in the brain to to promote a good night's sleep. It just doesn't happen because the the pool has been <laughs> run dry due to uh, due to daytime uh, release. Wow. And when it comes to vitamin B12 supplementation, a lot of, I mean, one of the things that we know is that you have to have a healthy gut really to, uh, to optimally absorb vitamin B12. Is there a, I mean, aside from the, the methylated form of it, which you recommended, um, any other tips to support, uh, B12 absorption? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, for most people, it's not, not an issue. All, you, mm. you know, by the way, more and more people are becoming uh, vegans and all vegans need to take B12. And I recommend this, this particular form of B12 because it, it is the most active and all uh, vegans should be taking at least a thousand uh, micrograms or one milligram of this methylcobalamin uh, for, for this effect in sleep-wake cycle disorders. The dosages are three to five milligrams. Hmm. But if you're like, for example, one of the millions of people on acid-blocking medications, don't you need stomach acid? You know, adequate stomach acid, for example, to absorb vitamin B12 if you're taking it in pill form. Um, uh, yeah, if, if, if in the pill form, to get it from our food, uh, we, we have this intrinsic factor that's secreted by the same cells that secrete acid. So there's that correlation, but at this high dose that we're using, you, you're able to, uh, absorb that D, uh, B12 through a process called diffusion, uh, so it's kind of like when you're in one corner of a room and someone sprays a perfume bottle, it eventually diffuses 
uh, across the entire room. Uh, with the higher concentration of B12 that we're taking in this uh, uh, in these supplemental forms, we're, we absorb a, a small percentage of that, and that that absorption is enough to produce these these effects. So sublingual is best. Uh, uh, methylcobalamin is best. Uh, and, uh, you know, as far as the, the, the B12 that we would get in, in other, uh, you know, supplements, uh, we, we just need such a small amount, uh, for most people that they would be able to absorb it through this process of diffusion without the need of hydrochloric acid or even intrinsic factor. Hmm. Good to know. Yeah. Um, a question that I get asked a lot is, uh, in regard to melatonin, it's whether or not it's safe for younger people to take, especially uh, children. Yeah, the, the, the latest data is absolutely. And uh, we're learning more and more about melatonin. Uh, melatonin, even though we think of it as a brain chemical, we make 400 times the amount of melatonin in our gut each day than we do in our brain. And uh, melatonin exerts uh, significant benefits, uh, not only in the promotion of sleep, but also as an antioxidant, as an, uh, as an aid to mitochondria, which help to produce cellular energy. Uh, melatonin is gaining a lot of notoriety right now in this COVID-19 uh, pandemic because it, 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 it has an ability to enhance the immune response, but it also dampens what's called the cytokine storm. So it can prevent the overactivity of the immune system that we're seeing in, in, uh, in certain uh, viral infections. And, and, that, and there's actually two studies that, are, that are, have just started with melatonin in, in the treatment of uh, COVID-19, and uh, I expect it to show some benefit. I don't think it'll be a magic bullet and a panacea, but it will show some benefit. Wow, that is fascinating. Um, yeah, I mean, just goes to show you like the, the restorative power and the healing power of sleep. If you are <laughs> trying to cheat sleep, yeah. you're really cheating yourself. Uh, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, you were mentioning younger people. Uh, they take it for granted, but they're affected. If you look at the effects of uh, sleep deprivation, a lot of those studies were done in, in college age students and the effects were really significant in terms of uh, physical effects, psychological effects, uh, effects on mood and, and uh, just overall quality of life uh, that come with, with just even minor sleep deprivation. So yeah, let's get a good night's sleep, everybody. For sure. Well, we don't have a lot of time left. Um, I want to give a shout out to iHerb, which is the site that it's a great place to get, you know, any of your, to fulfill any of your supplement needs. They are the company that linked you and I together. And I'm so grateful that they did because this was a, a, a really enlightening conversation. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you'd like to touch on before we go? Because I know that you have a, you have a heart out in, in 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to encourage everybody to uh, to utilize the uh, information that's on iHerb. iHerb has great resources. They, I've written a number of blog articles, and people can go to iHerb.com and, and search uh, and not only find great products, but also find great information. And I've, I've written some, uh, some articles on 5-HTP. I've written articles on melatonin. I've talked about sleep-wake cycle disorders. So, uh, yeah, get to iHerb not only for uh, 
a great product selection, but also for, for super uh, good information on, on the use of these natural products. That's awesome. Um, and uh, you know what? I, it's like it's not like you're talking about supplements that are proprietary. Like, as you mentioned, 5-HTP is a natural compound. Melatonin is natural. And, you know, that is to say that these can't be they can't be patented. And so they're actually pretty inexpensive. They're like very inexpensive ways of, um, you know, trying, uh, you know, they offer a, a way to self treat, you know, before you reach for, you know, more intense uh, pharmaceutical treatment. Yeah, and we're learning more and more, Max, that, uh, and we alluded to this at the beginning, it just makes sense uh, to utilize diet, lifestyle, uh, psychological therapies, the proper use of dietary supplements before jumping into something that can can often lead to more harm than good. And uh, that's just the truth when you look at the uh, the side effects and the long-term effects of many of these drugs. Yeah, I've written about the... Um cholinesterase inhibitor drugs you know many take a drug in that category um to to fall asleep you know a lot of a lot of over-the-counter sleep aids fall under that category and they can dramatically increase your risk for dementia um you know all kinds of bad stuff so this is super useful i think and i'm glad to now finally have an answer for people who work the night shift in terms of what they can do to you know support their antioxidant systems to get quality sleep uh, in a way that, you know, isn't really going to have any collateral side effects. Exactly. And I hope to, to speak to you again, Max. I really appreciated it. Same. Well, where can listeners find you, um, on social media and and where uh, can they find your books? Yeah, I would recommend everybody get to uh, drmurray.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-U-R-R-A-Y.com or just uh, drmurray.com. Uh, again, uh, uh, I'd, I'd love them to get there to my site, become part of my community. I put out a biweekly uh, newsletter on really important uh, topics that people should know about, uh, th- things that can really uh, dramatically improve their health or avoid <laughs> you know, catastrophe. So um, get to my website, drmurray.com. Lots of free resources on that site. Uh, so uh, I look forward to seeing everybody there. Love that. And the last question that gets asked to everybody on this show, what does it mean to you, Dr. Murray, to live a genius life? <laughs> a genius life? Uh, to me, it, it you know, I, I, I think it means uh, to, to live a genius life would be to, to do really smart things. <laughs> and uh, I was funny. The first thing that came to my mind, Max, was someone asked me the other day, do you ever eat anything bad? And I said, well, if it's bad, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to eat it. That wouldn't be smart. Uh, now, uh, it's every, there's a lot of things that, uh, that are fine if we eat them in moderation. And you, I keep that in mind. But I think a genius life is one that's lived smartly. And there's no uh, greater evidence of that than living a life where you value your health, uh, you value your lifestyle, you, you value your brain, your liver, your heart, and you treat your body with the respect and love that it deserves by being really loving and good to it. And uh, if you do that, uh, you'll get rewarded. Here, here. Couldn't agree more. What a all great right. what a great way to end the show. Thank you, Dr. Murray, for being here. To all you guys out there in podcast land, thank you for your time and attention. Spread the word about this episode of the show. If you learn something, 
you know, share this episode on your social media. Tag Dr. Mari, um, tag myself. I'll repost it if I see it. Text me to let me know what you thought about this episode of the show at 310-299-9401. And I will catch you on the next episode. Peace.